Yes, that's more like it. That was very dramatic. That was very, oh, that was almost Game of Thrones-esque. Indeed. With the drums and the loud. <laughs> All that's missing is mm. a sort of uh, malicious uh, dwarf-like presence. <laughs> <laughs> Good afternoon. It's a Thursday, uh, a little after one o'clock, which means it's the lunchtime hour with myself, Mabale Muloy. And me, Aspasia Karras. And how are you doing, Aspasia? I'm fine. And it's Between Two Femmes. It is another edition of Between Two Femmes. And we're very excited this afternoon to be talking to our guest, Carmen Foster, who has... Quite literally is between two femmes, aren't you? Yes. Come and right foster. in the middle. You're right in the middle. Yes. Any middle settle. Carmen is undergoing the process, the, the, the transitioning process of becoming a woman from being a man to a woman. And I'm very, I'm very Although, excited, Carmen. I mean, the thing is that Carmen is in fact transgender. Yes. Which is why we're saying she's in fact between two femmes. Yes. I mean, it's Maybe all she very... Was between a non-femme and a femme. And a femme. Or between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> That's... Uh... But they're going to remove the hard place, so I'm, <laughs> I'm going to rock. <laughs> Welcome, Carmen. <laughs> Carmen, we're very happy to have you joining us this afternoon. I'm very intrigued and very interested in getting to know your story. And I think... What, you know, a good place to start would actually be to, to ask you, Aspasia, because you are the one who told me about Carmen. And I'd like to know how you got to meet Carmen and how the two of you met. Well, I'll tell you how we met. I was at the, um, Park Words Festival on Heritage Day, mm-hmm. um, which was this festival on Tyrone Street where they closed off the street and All the residents of Parkview who happen to have a literary bent, of which there are many, (laughs) it transpires, um, were on various panels up and down the street throughout the course of the day giving talks, which is a really lovely event, and I'm hoping that it will be an annual event. So I was sitting Mm -hmm. at Lovebox assisting Parkwards because they'd started a Twitter campaign. Mm -hmm. And I said to them, you know, I really should be on one of the panels. For Pete's sake, I'm a Parkview native. (laughs) I was born, but a street away. And they were like, and I'm there every day. And they were like, "Uh, yeah, but you're from Parkwood. And that's a park too oh, far. Oh, the travesty. The You're travesty. Park Wood. Mm. A park too the far. The other side of the and park. I did complain. I said, you know, I know it. I have a good authority that there's several speakers here from Emerentia. Oh. And that's not even a park. <laughs> but <laughs> it all sounds very political. It in was your so political, so <laughs> political in my hood. But anyway, as I was sitting at Love Books having a little chat with the lovely Anna who runs, uh, Love Books, um, the store, um, I happened to look up and I saw um, a vision of loveliness she was wearing, which was Carmen. Carmen was wearing a very beautiful frock on that particular occasion. She was out in her party frock. (laughs) (laughs) But also, I have to add, two wigs. And so it was the two wigs that really drew my attention and Carmen will tell us shortly. And so she saw me me observing Carmen, observing Mm -hmm. her. And she clearly decided that she was going to come over. And just put me out of my questioning. And so, Carmen, you actually, answers. you actually then went up to Aspasia. Yes, because you know I'm sometimes like that. I'm in people's faces, and now I'm going to be in the country's face and in the world's face. Yeah. That the people that said to me, "You cannot become a woman," like some conservative family of mine, they said, um, "Oh, you want to become a woman? You actually can't." I said, uh, "Oh, you know me by now." If I want something, I go for it. Thank so you. what did you say to Aspasia? Because then you walked up to her. She was looking at you. Um, 
you know, I anticipate sometimes people are either going to be questioning because, uh, I mean, come on, let's be brutally honest. You can still see I'm not totally a woman yet, even though inside I feel 100% like a woman, but it's now like coming out to the world. So I kind of volunteer to her that I'm going through a bit of a process. <laughs> but why I did is also because... Um, she's got a lovely nature. I pick up lovely natures in people. It's like it's boom out there and I catch it. My antennas catch it. This is a lovely person. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so come and don't tell the interns that. <laughs> no. Come because and let's, let's go, let's go right back to the beginning with your story because mm-hmm. when you were born, you were born with both Female and male sex organs Is that correct? Not totally the Not, okay. p- uh, One is partially Partially like underdeveloped With skin over da, 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 All okay. those stories uh, But needless to say You know those days If parents You can understand it If they suspected something Is a little bit off I said the cranky head If it's got a little tap It has to be Grow up as a boy <laughs> okay. Especially in those years <laughs> yes, You know What's by a thing Apart in What with apart Is with apart play You know what I mean <laughs> So they basically decided That it was probably Easier for you To grow up as a man Yeah And um, that's the only way Because if it's got a tap It's got to be a man So Boom <laughs> And uh, how When did you when did, in, in your own self, when did you know that actually, hey, perhaps inside, I'm really a woman? Mm. Um, actually, I'm going to tell you the honest truth now, right from the start. But later, I was not only by my family, but, but by people around me, society and all that, that it's a phase. You got to get out of that phase and forget it. You're a guy. Live as a guy. Stop asking for dolls that you dress up in little dresses for your birthday because uh, my parents actually, because I insisted, that's mm. what I never told you yet, something very interesting. Um, I wanted a doll, a girly doll for every birthday. Do you remember how old you were when those feelings started when you said, I wanted a doll? Um, I was about three. So, I mean, it started very early. Yes. Yeah. And then later I was told by society in that, that's a phase. Yeah. Come on, get real. You're a guy. Do the picket fences, all that kind of stuff. So you did, in fact, mm. get married. Yes. But it was kind of a disaster. And the irony is um, she's very not hate me but very upset with me but I understand and you know what's the weirdest thing she became very vindictive out of fear or uh, confusion but I actually still love her but just in a different way but bottom line is um, she wanted to have fun time that side in bed quite often mm-hmm. uh, you said we can speak a little bit uncensored yes, no, we should. and no, yeah you're uncensored and <laughs> Uh, then uh, uh, she would say, honey, I'm ready in bed for you. And I would say, no, but uh, I have a headache, dear. Mm. <laughs> I would be the one getting the headache. Come and then and I realized, oh, oh. Were you, were you attracted to your wife sexually? Or was that um, something that you had to, <coughs> to tell yourself and to force yourself to get through being sexual with your wife? Those last few two lines you said, yeah, that's it. That's spot it. Spot on. So... With, you know, women, you were never sexually attracted to women. 
Yeah, and I didn't know why. I was trying. I was trying very hard. Mm. I promise. Mm. I was trying so hard, but then later realized, no, but it should come natural. And then I realized, then I started thinking back when I was younger. And then my mom once said to me, it didn't work out your marriage. Um, again, why she said again, previously I was engaged and that was also a disaster. So I said, maybe second time lucky and... Mm, uh, the rest is history. And, and then I realized, no, it's because not, actually work. you were a woman. Yeah. Now, I think people will want to know, technically speaking. Yes. What is happening? You're transitioning. What does that actually mean? Okay. What basically happens? Because in the real world out there, the uh, scientific world, mm. uh, everything's got to be done according to the book. You know, sometimes I wish it couldn't be. You mm-hmm. could jump the gun type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> then it's quicker. Oh, so they don't like, like just say, oh, okay, you can be a woman tomorrow and they Yeah. Um, well, uh, honestly, I wish it could be like that. that uh, like I could say, abracadabra, and boom, tomorrow I wake up. I'm fully a woman, everything. Yeah. But unfortunately, there's psych evaluations. You have to be evaluated by a psychologist, psychiatrist, have reports eventually uh, before they can start with the ops. There's obviously first um, few like estrogen injections or tablets or whatever. I don't know all the details. I'm not clever on the scientific side. You know, I'm an artist and all that. But you need to have hormonal treatment to facilitate it and make you more femme and start changing on the body and making the edges softer. As fast as they can with that And then eventually If you're at a certain point of readiness Then they'll say Okay, now you're ready Here's the report Now you can go to the surgeon And he can say Voila, abracadabra Chop and gone Okay, but now Carmen um, I mean, before before we get to even That entire surgical process you go to the psychologist and you tell them that I want to be a woman. And then what do they say to you? That, okay, well, practice being a woman over X number of months or X number of years. How does how does that whole process all work? Um, I don't know all the ins and outs, but what I do know is they want to be sure that you can adapt to living as a woman in the real world. Okay. And and it's very tough, actually. Yeah. Many times I had second thoughts, not because I don't want to be a woman, but by society's views, there's still a lot of discrimination out there. Mm. It's actually shocking. But the glorious thing is it's changing, and it's changing fast. So does that mean that you, you started then dressing like a woman? Because everybody who knew you in your life knew you, knew you as a man. So yes. th- what, what did that all mean? You started wearing makeup? You started wearing women's clothing? Yes, and then I, two weeks. Yes, yeah, two weeks because I wanted to do double as good. Double, because double. Because they say double sometimes, trouble. yeah, they say sometimes with a new toy, you overdo it. I know, I can see, I can see. a bit of a drama see. queen. And later then you mellow out and you start doing it more real. Mm. Because then I realized I want to fit in as well. I don't want to st- always stand out. Mm. But on the other hand, I'm a bit of an exhibitionist. I don't mind standing out. So, 
it's maybe my drama side. No, I, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at your nails right now, and you've got rainbow painted nails on your fingers. Uh-huh. You know, you've got the little, the lipstick going. <laughs> in you've fact, got you told us that you uh, volunteer at an orphanage. Yes, and I do. The children call you the Rainbow mm. Lady, Rainbow um, Carmen. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there's uh, friends of the people there, neighbors of this one pastor there, who lovely person. He's so supportive of me him and his wife. And sometimes I go past there and his little boy looks up and says, uh, are you an auntie now? Then I say, yes. Oh, okay. Hmm. You see what kids are like. They're accepting. Yeah, they're just so yeah, innocent just, and they yeah. haven't yet if been. Adults can be like that. I yeah. Mean, you see, with kids, they haven't been clouded by that whole thing that adults. So it's what we were saying last week, that Emma Watson thing, where she said that, in fact, gender is on a spectrum. On a spectrum, exactly that. So you're on the spectrum. You are definitely on the spectrum. And you're moving rapidly along at a clipping pace onto the other end of the spectrum. I'm somewhere doing it two weeks at a time. (laughs) (laughs) Carmen, um, did your parents, I mean, you know, how did your parents tell you about how you how you how you were when you were born? Because you know that you were born with <laughs> no no with not much not much not they didn't much. they didn't I, explain. I heard it more from other people because they very like too shy to talk about certain things. Right. Then you always Are they very hear conservative. It by, mm, yeah, mm. but they're coming around and they do love me and. Uh, um, sometimes I think they don't want me to do this or I know they don't really want me to do this, but I know what the reason is because it's not because they totally against it. It's because they say there are people that's not going to accept you. And it's actually a realistic view because there's many people I've seen that don't accept you. And I want to actually thank somebody, if I may, on air here, a few mm-hmm. nights ago at a shopping center, um, a few youngsters were mocking me mm. because they realized I'm a guy becoming a girl. And I had to call security. And the way they handled it and how nice they were towards me at Bedford Park Shopping Center, they were so amazing. They said, ma'am, you always welcome here. <laughs> always. You now in the new South Africa. Yeah. And you have the freedom of the mall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. They yeah. should have given you a key. Yeah. <laughs> a key to the mall. Yes. The, res- the response from your mm-hmm. family and your friends initially when you told them, I'm going to go through this process. That must have been a difficult time for everyone involved. Yes, because my parents are still at the stage of, oh, tomorrow he's going to change his mind back. So don't stress about it too much. But I think they'd know deep down inside it's inevitable. Mm. <laughs> so. And you were saying to us earlier when we were talking before the show that it's very hard for you to accept yourself, your male attributes. So when you look at yourself in the mirror, you get upset. Yeah, I Tell actually get upset. upset. Um, sorry if I might sound crude because no, 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 I'm no. actually. You should just talk. You should speak girl. freely. Um, yeah, you can chop the sensor thing as I carry along. <laughs> Um, like if I get in the bath and I see there's a, you know, penis there, uh, then I'm, then I close my eyes, then I'm actually lately disgusted by it. I, I, I cannot look at it. If it's on somebody else, that's alright, but on me, no, thank no, you. No, you can't deal Just with that so, on no, yourself. Um, they can chop. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, what is what does that what does that do to you? Do you get a do you get a visceral reaction from it? Do you cry? Do you get ill? Do you get upset? What what does that do to you? No, it's just like I'm at a point of the quicker it goes, the better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, and you also said that you're going to go for an operation to shave off bits of your. Trachea. As opposed to mm. bits of your other bits and bobs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just scared, like one guy said one day, they mustn't shave so much or cut so much uh, that only half of you is left. <laughs> so I'll just leave the extremities to them. You know? <laughs> yes, let's talk about the, the, the surgical pr- procedures that you do want to have done. What, what, what do you <clears throat> want to have done on you? Yeah, eventually. So now you're on hormones, essentially. Yes. Start, uh, in the starting process of that, but I had a bit already. Mm-hmm. And, um, some of my family members I didn't even tell. Mm-hmm. I went on it because I wanted to see their reaction when they see the changes happening. And when I see it happening in the mirror, then I'm like, wow, who can't wait? <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> but, uh, <coughs> anyway. Um, I just want to be the person that I think I was all along. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. yeah. So you're so like a butterfly emerging from the chrysalis. <gasps> yes, you you're, st- you're still in the caterpillar put it phase. Better, my dear, if you tried. Oh eight six one triple five one eight nine on Cliff Central. If you'd like to um, get a hold of us and join in on the conversation, we're talking to Carmen Foster. Foster, who's uh, transgender and is undergoing the process of becoming a woman. Um, or you can message us straight to WeChat or you can also tweet us at cliffcentral.com. Um, I want to talk about how this whole thing has impacted on your professional life because for the greater part of your life, you have been a man and, you know, you've held down jobs and now you've decided that you want to become a woman. How has all of that impacted your professional life. Okay, well, I don't want to go too much in details because there's some legal issues because I don't want to accuse people wrongly. But you don't you have know, to name yes, any organizations no, or companies not, or anything of like that. Of course not, because I love people too much. I actually essentially love people, even those that hate me, because they say, turn the other cheek, and I'm very much about turning the other cheek because people will remember you by the good you do. Ugh, we all do wrong things or mess up in life. And they, some people say you remember the wrong stuff more, but I don't believe. So I believe most people are basically good. And I just try and be me. And uh, it was difficult because, you know, you go to some companies and some places and they like, we employed you as a guy. Now you're suddenly becoming a girl. Yeah. So we cannot carry on with the employment. Mm. Nothing personal. Mm-hmm. But it's so weird when they say nothing personal and it is personal. It's completely personal. <laughs> and it it's like a personal. knife in the heart. I mean, it is personal if tomorrow I want to go and eat out with a few friends in Melville, which I love, of Parkview, and then uh, the money is a bit short. And it doesn't help exactly when you're going through this whole transition. So any sponsors out there, throw the money at me. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I don't mind. You can even wait 10 million at me. I won't stop you. You. No, I'm just joking. The same with us. We feel <laughs> the same way. So if there is a spare 10 million, we'll share yeah, it with Carmen. Way. Everyone, everyone is struggling on a professional me- level. Carmen, does that mean that you're currently not working now? Or do, um, you, do you have something that you do? Technically, no. Technically, yes. Um, I do a bit of entertainment. I do a bit of puppetry and art and so on. And 
bit of money comes in here, bit and of money comes piano. in there, and I play with the piano, and uh, um, I played a few times at one or two hotels, and it's lovely, and they love me, and I love myself. <laughs> and that's what's new, by the way. I love myself more than ever. Oh, yeah, I think this is a very important question because yeah. we were, I was having a meeting this morning with Estee Lauder mm. and we were talking about perceptions that women have of themselves, of themselves and how hard it is for especially young women to just accept that they're lovely. Mm. And I often mm. think, my goodness, you're at the peak. You'll never be lovelier <laughs> from after this point. Yeah. Everything will go south. So yeah. now the fact that you're judging yourself so harshly. So, you, as you transition and become a woman and you're feeling in love with yourself, tell us a bit about that. It's amazing because uh, now, more than ever before, I'm actually, because I'm positive about becoming a woman, it, they say it affects your dream world. Um, I dream about lying on a bed of lace <laughs> that's pink <laughs> and things like that. And... I even dream sometimes floating on the clouds and looking like a real woman where nobody's looking at you and saying, is that a guy or a girl? Where they're just saying, oh, that's the most gorgeous girl we've ever seen. Yeah. She must be, what, 20, 21? You know what's funny <laughs> is we we have the same dreams too. Oh, that's just the most gorgeous girl I've ever seen. <laughs> we have the same dreams. I have crazy dreams. None <laughs> of these things. I've never dreamt of being on a bed of pink <laughs> I'm just deeply concerned about my dream world now. <laughs> so you're learning to love yourself as the process yes. goes by, Carmen. Do you mm. feel that perhaps you've wasted a lot of time? Oh, yes. Oh, way too much but uh, now my motto is rather late than never. Mm. Rather late than never. You sound like my professor at university who'd say, better never than late, Miss Karras. <laughs> but oh, you know, I'm I wish I'd actually you. engaged <laughs> with that thought a little more. It would have had a much more impactful thing on uh, my time. You should, should have that Professor Sherman. <laughs> um, but Carmen, I mean, mm? does that mean that for the most part of your life living as a man did you did you feel i mean you obviously felt trapped but do you have any feelings of resentment any feelings of aggression to, to towards that that first part of your life where you were forcing yourself essentially to be a man um i did and i had depression and frustration and aggression and sometimes nearly got me in troubles that people called me an abusive guy and i thought me but uh, most people didn't even believe it that really knew me. And the wonderful thing about that is I came to the realization uh, people can think things, but the truth sometimes inside you is very extremely different from uh, people's perceptions from the outside. And I'm going to say a weird thing that might sound a little bit kinky or weird or like I lost some of my <laughs> piggies, but you know, um, I realize sometimes how I see myself from inside myself to the outside world is so different sometimes from how other people see me that I sometimes wish I could pull them in, like telepathically into my world to see who I really am. And they will love me. So how do you see yourself? Pull us in for a moment. Yeah, I'm going to. Um, <laughs> 
Hold Telepathic. on. Here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> there you in. Inside, um, I feel I just want to give love to people, love to the world. Okay, I get upset when people say, you this, you that. But deep down inside, I hurt because what I wanted to give that person is love, compassion, understanding, and then somehow they threw something ugly back at me. And then I'm hurt. Why don't they see it's love and compassion I wanted to throw at them? If they could see it like I see it, they wouldn't have hurt me. And maybe also things hurt me easier. I'm sometimes oversensitive. And a psychologist once said to me, that's the feminine side. Oh, well, well I mean, we're all, Hello. <laughs> we're all Welcome. very, we all register high on the sensitive, uh, <laughs> sensitive scale. Mm. But do, do complete strangers actually accost you and actually hurl insults at you? People who don't know you at all, when they see you, do they actually do that? Because I can't imagine that people would be so daring. Um, yes. How, how dare, it does, how dare it, they? It, yeah. It actually does dare. happen. Yeah. It actually does happen. Does um, happen a lot? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, 3%. 97% of the time, the people are um, very accommodating. And now I'm going to surprise you. And it's not at all to do with race. But I have to mention, African people, are, I find, are the most open to me. And the lighter people are the less open to me. But that might be just an irony. I don't know uh, if it's always like that. I don't want to generalize. Mm -hmm. But it's like most African people are just accepting me for who I am. Mm -hmm. I'm, I was actually totally surprised. And I love them. I love all people. Like uh, somebody said to me the one day, you typical of the new South Africa. You don't have... Color in your brain. I said, no, just on my eyeshadow. That's <laughs> <laughs> so now tell me, mm. with the, the gay community, because we had this, um, we slightly touched on this. Because I know, for example, in America, mm. they're like sort of extreme feminists. The radical feminists, they call themselves, are opposed to transgender women completely. Oh, I didn't and know this. And they will not really? allow them into their, uh, they have these like exclusive little camps where they go off and, I don't know, beat drums and burn <laughs> well, incense and yeah. run around naked in the, I don't know what they do. And they, they have, the, the radical they have a man's head that they chopped off from earlier this week and they throw Probably. it into the fire. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they do, but they don't mm. want transgender people there. And it's, it's caused a huge furor amongst the like sort of feminists because they're like, really? Why not? Because, but, but it's very interesting to me. Is there, have you experienced any of that? Perhaps in the homosexual, in, um, in the, <coughs> oh, gay? actually, actually, to be honest, not much yet. But what I found out from other friends that's transgendered, because I started meeting up and talking mm -hmm. to other transgendered friends and people and find them to be lovely and have a common problem. That there is a little bit of a thing, but that's only a portion of the gay community. I love the gay community. Nothing against them whatsoever. But there's a portion of them that uh, are basically sending this message of, it's fine, it's cool if you're gay, mm -hmm. but now to have to become a woman, I mm. mean, come on. That's mm. now like pushing it a little bit too far. Um, but that's only a portion of them. 
like with every nation, every uh, group of people, there's always a portion that's opposed to the rest yeah, of the what, radical yeah. feminists amongst them. <laughs> yeah, but you know, but I was fascinated. To they read can that. take. They can actually the feminists. They can take me on any time. They can take. I can run faster than them. <laughs> yes, you can. But Carmen, can you run in heels? Because that is the true test of a woman. Um, no. A, a Carmen woman can run in little mules though, because mm. she's wearing a little spot of mule right now. Mm. Well, very, well, but speak- I can take them off and run. <laughs> but speaking of what you're wearing, um, what is an average day like for you, Carmen? You wake up in the morning and then you say, "What? I'm going to wear this." I'm going to put on my makeup and then I'm just going to go out into the world and that's going to be it. How does, how, how do days work for you? Um, some days are difficult because say maybe for instance, I'll just say one day, for example, um, I maybe want to meet my parents by their retirement village yeah. and there they, there's a reason why they don't want me to dress as a lady there. Yes. Um, people are now going to say I'm, you know, like having double standards, but some of the people they knew me as a guy yeah. and they are very old and I love them. I love them to bits, but they like that. If I now suddenly go in there as a lady, some of the old toppies are going to actually have heart attacks mm. and then I'm responsible for them <laughs> for passing <this> on. <laughs> yeah. So my parents, you know, like hold a little bit back there. Right. So, so what will you wear if you're in your male mode? Um, a pink shirt. Then even <laughs> then, <I'll> <laughs> <laughs> you can't no, resist. <laughs> and uh, then I'll wear a wig anyway, but a very short wig that's more male looking. Okay. And just to take off the edges. <laughs> and then no makeup, then obviously. No makeup. And your nails won't be rainbow colored like um, they are today. Or, uh, like my dad said to me this morning, why are you holding your hands like fists and I can't see your nails? I said, no, your friends might be around and they might get a heart attack or whatever. Right. <laughs> so, but most of the days, my day basically starts that I um, sit in front of the mirror, getting dressed up, and then run to the car because there's some people in the complex that I love that's like, ooh, they'll take out the crosses and, ooh, here's that thing coming. Really? My, yeah, even in my complex. So to not have too aggressive reactions, sometimes I run to my car, jump in and drive out the complex and then do the rest of my makeup. And then I go meet with the people. Okay, so wait, sorry. you sorry still to have people that's like, you know. So what is, what is the most extreme thing that the people at your complex have done? I mean, you say they come out with their crosses, but what is the most extreme thing that they've done? Um, oh, I'd rather not talk You'd rather too much not say, about okay. it. Yeah, it's a bit touchy. But uh, anyway, they like, um, you know, the talking behind the hand of like hide the children because the twitching uh, of the yeah, curtains. Yes, uh, come inside quickly. That uh, uncle, auntie, whatever thing is coming. Yeah, hide, uh, lock the door. You know that type of thing that I actually hear it, and then I say to them afterwards, "Is there a problem? No, we. Have, what you're talking about?" Mm, mm. But you said to your kids, yeah, I'm a scary person because uh, I dress like in drag or whatever. And uh, it's half a man, half an auntie. Ooh, you should be scared. Hide the children. You know, that type of thing. Then I s- confront them about it and they're like, um, no, excuse me, we don't know what you're talking about. Mm. We won't talk about you. So do you confront them? Yeah, Do you feel it's important to confront people? Yeah, because I want to make them aware 
that the, um, a person becoming a woman is not a danger to society. I mean, come on. I'm, I'm too soft and sweet for that. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But anyway, uh, there needs to be awareness that, uh, people are different and guys can become girls. And like a lady from another relig- a conservative religion said to me, I won't mention names, <laughs> said, uh, oh, now you're going to go straight to hell. Because a man may not become a woman. You're going to go, uh, God is going to send you straight to hell. And I actually don't believe that. I'm sorry. <laughs> you need to refer them yes. to Bishop Tutu, whose birthday yeah. it was on Tuesday, mm. <laughs> who said um, that, and he's turned 83, yeah. and he said, yeah. hell is pro- no, heaven is probably a really fun place because they let a lot of sinners in there. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a great sense of humor uh, and he's very wise. Now, Carmen, mm. I find it interesting you say that even on the days when you're not, when you're not trying to, to dress up like a woman, you still wear a wig, but it, it looks more like a man. But wh- why, why then? Why don't you just go with your, with your natural hair? Why, why do you still wear then a, a wig then? No, it's, uh, there's a very, uh, legitimate reason yes. for that. I've got a condition called alopecia areata. Okay. Uh, they can Google. It's a condition where, um, uh, you lose hair in places where you don't want to lose it. So now sometimes I lose hair even on my head mm-hmm. in patches because of that condition. Mm. And I don't know if it's slightly related to this condition that I'm transgendered. Because 90% of transgender people don't have this condition. Okay. But there are some that do have it. And I might be one of that 10% that do have it. And now, um, when you have that condition, I realize I studied a bit about it, your hair, own hair actually grows slower. Okay. So it's going to be a problem to let it grow out. So I'm mostly going to be wearing wigs for the rest of my life anyway. But so. now you wear two mm. wigs and not, I mean, one would, one would do, one would suffice. Why do you wear two? Because my head looks a bit fuller. <laughs> and I still got a bit of drama in me, you know. Yes, you clearly do. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Uh-huh. Oh, honey. I don't even I know, know, darling. I know all about that stuff, the extensions yeah. and the trying to get the volume to be thicker and all of that. I understand all of that. Mm. Yeah. I wonder yes. if we shouldn't ask our 10 questions. We ask all our guests 10 questions. Yes, we have this thing that we do with our guests. Um, but you have to answer them. We, we put you on a clock. Um, you've got two minutes to answer these questions, as many of them as you possibly can. Uh, we only started at a no, couple of... No, you're scaring me. No, no, no they're oh, really I fun. Mean, oh, okay, okay. It's good. very fun questions. It's general uh, knowledge. Okay. and, and uh, well, no, not even. quite deep. No, it's not general knowledge. No, it's not general knowledge. So we're going to ask you the precise nature of the distance from the Earth to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hang on. I did I did want to ask Carmen something before yes, we get do, into the do, questions, Asfasia. Because mm-hmm. I want to ask you about dating and what that is like for you. Oh, First of all, yes, I was waiting for you <laughs> to ask about that, so, my dear. So we've established <laughs> that you're not attracted to women, which means that you you date mm. men. I believed I was attracted to them for a while, but uh, I realized eventually, you know, the effort. Yeah, yeah, I was making effort to pretend. I love women because that's what most of society wanted of me. But now um, it's out, like they say. I'm out of the closet, like yeah, they say. Yeah. So can't fool anyone anymore. Um, but now you unfortunately get these type of guys, and I had offers like that already, um, 
can I have sex with you um, before they did the vaginoplasty? Uh, so I said to this guy, uh, how? He says, from behind. I said, oh, no, please. Uh, I said, I'm not really into sex. I'm into a guy first uh-huh. that treats me like a lady. Uh-huh. I want to become a woman. I want to become a lady. And I think I'm a fairly decent person, whether you want to believe it or not, but I do. And I want a guy to come like a knight in shining armor <laughs> on a white horse, <laughs> sweep me off my feet, <laughs> treat me well, yeah. prove to me I can trust him, and then just maybe we're going to have a lack of time. <laughs> <laughs> Carmen, are you going to, are you going to have the boots? Are you going to get your, mm, your, your little puppies? Yes. Or maybe your big puppies? I don't know how mm, big you want to go. How big do you want to go? <laughs> no, I want to go medium size. There's what a reason medium? for it. Medium is, I don't know exactly yet because I'm new at the game. Uh, <laughs> definitely not A. No, size, nobody wants an A But cup. also definitely not D. <laughs> so it's so like, wh- what is like G. halfway between the two? I'd say a B or a C. C is yeah. the desired size. So, so I want to be C. Okay. <laughs> BC. <laughs> okay. Halfway between a B and a C. Yeah. Are you um, going to be B, C yes. and A, D? Or how does it go? Um, A, B, C, D. As no, I'm saying want B is like before Christ and after. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yes. you know what? We're going to, we're going to get to the 10 questions, but first let's go to okay. a song. Um, cliffcentral.com. This is between two frames. It's just, um, it's just before quarter to two. We're talking to Carmen Foster. Um, she's transgender and she's undergoing the process of becoming a woman. And, yay. Uh, yay. <laughs> and, um, we're going to ask Carmen our, we still haven't named this damn thing that we do where we ask you 10 questions and you have to answer them in trivial two pursuit. No, it can't be trivial. It's pursuit. not that trivial. <laughs> We've got to but find it is a, name. a pursuit. We've got to find a name for it, but we'll get there eventually. Mm. This is cliffcentral.com. i 
Chris Brown on cliffcentral.com with Mabale and Asfasia between two friends. Uh, we've been chatting to Carmen Foster over the last hour or so, who has led us in into the process that she's gone through um, of becoming a woman from a man. Yes, indeed. She lured us into her, what was the word you used? You, 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 into my special you, telepathic world exactly. on the inside. All but right, now we're going to... Um, we're going to have a bit of fun now, Carmen. Yes. We're going to get you to answer questions. I'm going to keep an eye on the clock. You've got two minutes. We've got ten questions for you. So you have to answer them fast and snappy. Okay, I'm going to try. All right. So our question number one. Wait, 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 oh. wait. Sorry. I, I don't know what I did here. Gosh, we're trying to record this at the same time on Asfasia's phone, and I just pressed we the wrong button, and this it. is a phone that I'm not familiar with, so I've just ruined everything. I'm sorry. But so let's just reset. Go. It's working now. Oh, okay. Give them a second chance. <laughs> <laughs> give us a second chance. We deserve it. <laughs> All right, then hand me the phone, we and then go. we're going to do this. All right. It's so playing. It's recording. All right, ladies, in three, two, one. Go. Carmen, what is your greatest fear? My greatest fear is not being accepted by at least some people. What's in your handbag? Um, female deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> and lipstick. If your house was burning down, what three things would you take with you? My cell phones, my digital camera and my lipstick. <laughs> Who do you admire and why? Um, my dad, because he's just the most uh, emotionally stable person I've ever met. Nothing can shake him. What trait in others do you most despise? Um, people coming with preconceived ideas and making up their mind about somebody before they know them. And in yourself? Um, being sometimes, 
um, not accepting um, the truth of that there's more people that love me than I think. All right, you've got 30 seconds. Okay, describe yourself in five words. Um, loving, um, special, different, sweet. Uh, how many more? One more. One more. And eccentric. Okay. What is the bucket <coughs> list? Or what is on your bucket list? Um, I want to be the first transgender to have tea with a queen, Elizabeth. <laughs> how do you want to die if you had a say in it? Um, in a white wedding dress. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a feminist? No, not yet. And time. <laughs> <laughs> Common, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. <laughs> Tea with the Queen, hey? Mm. She's very uptight. I mean, you just, I mean, she, she seems like she's a very serious, uptight, very traditional woman. Are you sure you want to sit down with the Queen? Yes, because <laughs> you know what I'm going to say to her. <laughs> what? Believe it or not, ma'am, I'm also a traditionalist. <laughs> I'm a traditional woman. <laughs> Common, you're still going to go through the process of actually having all your surgeries to become mm, yes. um, a woman, but what do you what would you like to see happen after that once all of that has been completed what do you want for yourself in the future um i want to be eventually at last for the first time in my life financially stable even if it doesn't perfectly happen um i'll just try my best to attain that um i don't want to be rich 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 but i want to help other people help the community Help the poor, and I believe that comes back to you twofold to tenfold. Not that I'm wanting it to come back to me, but I love giving. Yeah. And you said you want to also have a small baby. Yes, I want to adopt the surrogate way. Do you think that you'd want to get married again? Because you, you were married before, but as, as a man. Is that something that you see for yourself in the future? Yes. If that uh, nice billionaire from Cape Town or Paris or Vancouver <laughs> comes along and he accepts me as a woman, then uh, we'll go for it. I'll even do it in a white dress. As long as you don't have to die. Yes, because imagine you said we can go a little bit un uncensored. My vagina's then basically going to be a virgin. Indeed. So then I can marry in white. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> well, they say at least a transgender girl only bleeds once. Oh, my word. <laughs> instead of once a month. Oh, my <laughs> word. Carmen Foster, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon here thank on Between you. Two Friends. And it's been fascinating. And good luck with your, with your process and the rest of your procedure and getting your boobs done. You must go mm. for the C cup, eh? The C cup is. Yeah, I'm going to go for the C yeah, cup. It's yeah. the best. Okay. Oh yeah, I still wanted to tell you yes. why I must go for the C yes. cup and not too big, because <laughs> uh, otherwise you look top heavy. Because a guy becoming a girl still has a problem with maybe slightly bigger shoulders. <gasps> and you said that people actually shave them. Down. Yeah, yeah, you can. Uh, they can uh, like suck out a bit of fat there in the shoulder. Yeah, and then it will look a bit more bony and feminine. If you know Common, what I mean. you know what the one thing is that you never have to deal with, and I'm almost a little bit jealous, is you will never have to deal with cellulite because apparently 90% of women have cellulite, and we suffer oh. from cellulite. Tell me, yes, about and they say transgenders don't really. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Eat that your heart out, girl. <laughs>
That's one thing you'll never have to put up with. Um, I'm just jealous. <laughs> I know. Um, so, Aspasia, you won't be here next week. No. And you won't be here the week after. Yeah. So we're going to take it by ourselves. So join me next week. I'll be running solo on Between Two Femmes right here on Clip Central. Thank She'll you so much for joining us. This and after. herself. Well, a bit, well, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, I'll be back next week.